Welcome to the first episode of Chutzpah Kabbalah. So that song was called Havinu Shalom Aleichem. And of course, that's a remix version of that. And I really, really enjoy that song. And I'm pretty sure everyone has heard of it at some point or another. And it just makes it fun. It's supposed to hype you up, of course. And that's the point of this. Hyping you up about Judaism and to make something very expressive and music and Judaism definitely have a significance to each other and it's one of the most important things that exists in a Jewish life my Jewish life in this case and there's so many things to understand and to dissect about a Jewish life because I can either see it as a Jewish life now or a Jewish life when I was young. But mostly, it's going to be a Jewish life when I was young. And when looking back at my youth, I can easily pinpoint mostly on the negative things, especially when I think about school. But never about Hebrew school. Never about synagogue. Because... Judaism, in my youth, was very important to me and was a driving force that pretty much enabled me to be myself and to express myself without any judgment. The best way to really see myself Jewish as a young child would be running in a huge backyard in the sun and not having a care in the world and just being free. That's how I would see myself as a Jew when I was young. Pure innocence. And it's not necessarily bad to think like that or to be like that. Especially when we were young and we just focused on the things that we were surrounded by or what was in front of us. We were living moment to moment. And we didn't really have to think too hard about anything else beyond our control. That's what was most important, control, and being in control of things within our grasp. And going to Hebrew school when I was young, Hebrew school was the most important thing that existed for me to understand my Jewish heritage, aside from my bris. But of course, I don't remember anything of that bris because I was given a little bit of wine. Don't remember any of it. But Hebrew school was definitely the first defining moment in my Jewish heritage, in my Jewish identity. And going there, when I got older, we used to go to this one portion of the synagogue and we had bagels and lox or cream cheese or anything related to that for breakfast and this was before we were sent upstairs to our classrooms to begin our lessons and the hebrew lessons learning the hebrew alphabet and the vowels and the pronunciations that was sort of that was sort of enjoyable i have to admit but nevertheless i definitely caught on to a lot of it and it helped reinforce what we were doing later on in the synagogues 
with the um, rabbis and the cantor. That was one of my favorite parts of it all. The lessons, depending on the content, could be either fun or not fun. Straight up. But I really, really loved when we got to go to either the main chapel or one of the breakout rooms, one of these large rooms that they had, and do morning prayers or do anything related to um, learning the liturgy and the music to it. That was the fun. That was the most fun of all. And the cantor that um, that works there, I don't know if he works there anymore, but when we had him, he was the most spirited person and fun and enthusiastic person that you would ever see. Like, he would brighten your day right with his smile and his very good singing. He was spot on with the guitar and the accompaniment with the Jewish prayers and the Jewish music. And I really, really enjoyed that. That was one of the most important things that I definitely recall from Hebrew school a lot. And while we're on this subject, I think it was really thanks to Hebrew school that strengthened my connection and my love of music, as well as my connection to Judaism. And it really works, works hand in hand, truth be told. Music and Judaism have an important link that exists not only in the Torah, but also exists now. Because we have so many Jewish artists out there, Jewish music-based artists, that are either influenced through secular music or definitely take their influences in Jewish liturgy, which is very, very, very interesting and amazing. Because I can definitely see myself taking a Jewish prayer that I enjoy, flipping it on its head, and re-orchestrating and remixing the song while not losing its integrity. Because... The prayers themselves, of course, tell a story and and really explains the significance of a connection with either nature or God or any other aspects of nature out in the world. And the music amplifies this and gives it a very spiritual kind of movement a way to channel it and to express ourselves, either in sorrow, happiness, tragedy, or to find contentment. Because a lot of Jewish rituals involve some form of music. Even my bar mitzvah, when I read my Torah portion, um, the way that we are trained to read the Torah which I might explore in a different thing about my whole experience of a bar mitzvah. Um, we were trained to read each Hebrew word with a specific kind of um, symbol, which is called tropes. We call them tropes. 
and it's through this method that we have to read the Torah portion in a very specific way. And in this case, also sing with it. So, seeing me, a 13-year-old, on the stage in front of all these cousins and family members, and of course the rabbis and cantor, having to sing the Torah, that's, that's, that in of itself is just <laughs> not only funny, but also very, very touching. It's touching itself to... To not only treat the prayers or the story inside the scripture as if we were um, philosophers or just plain doing a deluge of just words. But it's, it's instead a very musical act, a musical theater, and expressing ourselves with these very interesting words in Hebrew and conveying something beautiful at the same time. Something significant regarding to Hebrew school was the way that I was able to use that time and to use that day as a means to escape. To escape from regular school especially and to cultivate a different group, group of friends, a group of friends that were all like me, Jewish. Now, it's not to say that I didn't see Jewish kids at my other schools, at elementary school, but it was just a little bit more difficult to connect to them, especially when I was young. And suffice to say, I was not very sociable or accepting of meeting new people aside from Hebrew school. Now, these social anxieties that I carried myself with when I was young, they definitely persisted at Hebrew school, but to a much lesser degree than regular school. The friendships that I tried to cultivate at school was pretty difficult to do. And I pretty much barely have any friends that I can call friends that used to go to elementary school with me. Because I actually went to three different elementary schools. One in kindergarten for a different program and then transferred to a different elementary school stayed there for a few years, and then transferred to another one for a few years. So it was really Hebrew school that was the unchangeable and consistent type of place that I felt safe at, where I felt at home. And it's very important, looking back at this now, even though it can seem a little bit shaky and a little bit nerve-wracking, I think it's very important to really acknowledge this and to really see this for how I'm describing it like this. And especially understanding the relationship 
of my Judaism, of my personal Judaism in regards to my social circles, either at regular secular school or at Hebrew school. And the major thing that kept me going was Hebrew school and my Judaism. No matter what, no matter what kind of obstacles I faced and the kind of people that I would be harassed by. And it's really thanks to Hebrew school that pretty much kept me in in being safe, in being expressive, and being myself. Even if I now recognize it as not being as not standing up enough for myself, I nevertheless don't have a regret of what Hebrew school essentially provided me the space for and provided me the type of um, ability to keep on going. So at this point, I want to now give ideas and potential subjects to explore further down the line in the Chutzpah Kabbalah and how it measures itself beyond my youth. Because to explain a Jewish life is really hard to do and it's not measured in one specific time frame, but is measured throughout everything that I've gone through throughout the years. But here are going to be some subjects and topics that I'll definitely be exploring and even talking about in any way, shape, or form. And better yet, if anyone who listens to this podcast, whether it be a friend I know or a stranger, I definitely welcome you to to join in and to pretty much join in a, in a conversation and give their experiences and their understanding of Judaism. But topics would definitely include a bar mitzvah, mitzvah in general, um, Jewish culture, Jewish prayers, um, the Torah even from the weekly parsha and Torah portions, um, Jewish camp, Jewish learning, Jewish history, food especially, um, and even much more serious subject matters, especially like the Holocaust or the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and um, Jewish persecution and much, much more. There's a whole lot of stuff to unpack within Judaism itself, not only on the religious side, but also on the social side and in relation to life. Because there have been many, many things that the Jews have come across and overcome and still have to face trials and tribulations, but nevertheless will face them with pride. Judaism itself is not necessarily complex, only complex because of the many people who were raised in it and essentially asked questions about it. And even yours truly is asking questions about Judaism myself. But asking questions is never bad. It's never bad to dissect into, into understanding why 
this specific religion or this specific belief is established how it is. Because it's always good to go in and be confused by something or or not find something in the right place. Because there's definitely anybody willing to give a hand and to help explain it easier to them. Even if it's from their own perspective or from listening to testimonies from other people. Because Judaism is a reflexive process like anything else. We have something to always be alert by and be aware of and be mindful of. And it's almost like meditation. Almost making it simultaneous and experiencing every single moment or lacking that experiential learning curve. So for those that tuned in to my first episode, thank you for joining. And this is going to be an incredible, exciting journey because there's going to be so many other things that I can discuss about and so much ideas to explore. And that's what I love about this because this is going to be an open forum, a type of place to pick little things, little details, or little stories, or anything related to Judaism, and twist it in such a fun, informative, and humorous way as well. Because this is this is really about learning more about Judaism in myself, and maybe also potentially exploring Judaism in those who are Jewish, or even those that aren't Jewish even. Because no matter what... This is a learning curve for everyone, and learning is the magic of everything. So once more, thanks for joining this podcast, and I'll see you all soon enough on the next episode. So Shabbat Shalom to everyone, and have a wonderful weekend.